I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am sitting here in my big, comfortable, manly, black leather papa chair in our living room. And I keep wanting to jump up and down and open presents. <laughs> as, as a Louie Louie generation guy, I gotta tell you, jumping up and down is not something that I want to do all that often anymore. And I know what's causing this. It's about what's left of that little kid inside me who doesn't care that the rest of me is getting a little wrinkled. You probably have some of that little kid inside you too, you know? Little kid who spends all year waiting for Christmas. Because Christmas is the center of little kids' lives. Go look for that kid. I'll wait. Huh? You've seen him for a little while. Go look. And by the way, if you've forgotten how to find your kid inside, because maybe that little kid has been asleep for too long, here is a little help, okay? If your kid has been asleep for too long, the first thing that he or she will probably want to do when he or she wakes up is just kind of stretch and yawn. All right, so, so check right now. See, see if you're feeling like stretching and yawning, huh? Yeah, because that, 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 that yawn is a sure signal that the Christmas kid is waking up. Feel like yawning? Yeah? I see what I mean. The kid is there. In fact, no matter what kind of grown-up sour puss you might have been wearing, because it's been a tough year, that kid is going to tug at one side of your mouth after he's finished yawning, going to tug at one side of your mouth to make you start to smile. Which side of your mouth is going to start to smile, huh? <laughs> it's going to happen. The kid is still there, because it's Christmas. And Christmas is about a kid's birthday. And that's why there should always be some kind of a toy under your tree. Because toys are for kids. Next time you feel that yawn coming on, remember that. My cousin Damien is a priest. He's stationed at St. Patrick's Cathedral, which is right across the street from the Rock Center tree. Father Damien is obviously a very religious guy. But around this time of year, I always like to remind him of the year that he got a Lionel train for Christmas. Now, my train set was bigger than his, but his had some track switches, and mine didn't. And I have uh, recently confessed to Father Damien that I, I kind of envied his switches all those years ago, because they came with some extra buttons on the transformer, and the buttons lit up. I've always liked pushing buttons and watching things light up. I think that's the best thing about my car. It's got a button on the keychain, and you push the button, and the lights turn on. I love that. But I never really wanted to swap my train set for Damien's, because my train set was bigger than his, and it had a tunnel that my grandfather made for me, and his didn't. He also didn't have my grandfather. <laughs> my grandfather was my grandfather was a jolly old elf, and his grandfather was a lawyer. You know, it's, it's kind of funny, because every year we talk about our train sets. My train set was better than your train set. <laughs> and for a little while we are two little kids again, two little gray-haired kids. We 
Christmas is a celebration of Christ's birthday, of course. But you know, it's really, it's really about a lot more than that. I think there's good reason why Jingle Bells is the number one song on the radio these days. Jingle Bells is a song about people caring about each other and having fun together. There's a whole chapter about Jingle Bells and Christmas in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot. That's obviously a plug for the book, which is available at Amazon.com. But, you know, it's, it's really more than that. I really care about Christmas. And I think, I think most of you do, too. Dicks Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Do you know what you call a group of chess fanatics bragging about their games in a hotel lobby? Huh? Of course you don't. So I'll tell you in a minute. In Georgia, the word Christmas means whiskey, as in poor little Christmas in that eggnog, darling. Why does darling sound so deliciously sleazy to me? You know, some guys get good results with the ladies when they say darling. I just couldn't make that work. And I can't say baby either. That just doesn't work for me. Oh, well, if you are a CB radio person, you don't want to get a Christmas card because Christmas card is a code name for a speeding ticket. So, all right, what do you call a group of chess fanatics bragging about their game in a hotel lobby? You call them chestnuts boasting by an open foyer, of course. Don't hit me with that. You know what an angel says when he meets you? Why, he looks you right in the eye and he says, Halo. <laughs> Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. I really want to thank you for sending in your Christmas stories again this year. You should know that I keep them along with our Christmas tree decorations in a big box. And, and I read through them again every year when I open that box. I have two favorite Christmas stories about things that happened to my lady Wonder Wench and me. One of them goes back a lot of years to a magic night on Boston Common. Bike bells, doorbells, typewriter bells, fire bells, alarm clock bells. Bells trickle through the calendar, tinkling down the days almost ignored until November dies. And then the school bells, timer bells, cash register bells all sing the sound of the season. Big bells, baby bells, telephone bells. Telephone bells. They are the ones that give a glisten to the silver Christmas air. It was in an icicled outdoor telephone booth with the door frozen open and a small snowdrift in the coin return slot that I called to ask if you wanted to go Christmas shopping. And you said yes in a voice that curled around and into my ear, moist and warm from inside you. It was like slowly pressing my foot into a warmed, fur-lined bedroom slipper. That was the first time I ever really enjoyed the bustle of shopping. And when we finished, we stood in the brilliant cold to watch the flashing Christmas tree lights in the park. The reflections made candle-lit stained glass windows of your eyes. Right there, in the swirl of gold wrapping paper and red ribbon bows and the tumble of the hustling crowd while your arms were trapped under the bundles of Christmas gifts that we just bought, I said, 
Merry Christmas and kissed you. It took you by surprise. You flicked your eyelashes wide enough for me to look at something that few women ever show a man. For as long as it took my breath to melt the snowflake from your wind-tangled hair, you slipped out of the delicate black lace of feminine mystery. Your eyes fed me the full, round, warm honey of your most personal love. And I think it was just my breath that painted pink frost crystals on your cheek. You just closed your eyes and stood there in an almost holy silence. And that's how we rode home that blizzard night, the car's heater thawing the scent of green pine from your fur collar. We were so close that I didn't even want the crunching of footsteps in the snow between us. So I carried you from the car to the house, the flowered tops of your nylons blooming in the snow falling on my corduroy coat sleeve, the jingle bells of my keys sounding the start of our first Christmas together. After unbuttoning our snowy clothes and rubbing our backs on the black velvet dark of our quiet room, you pressed the pink curves of your breasts and shoulders to my chest. You said it made you warm. That's one of my two favorite Lady Wonder Wench and Me Christmas stories. It's our first Christmas together. It's in the Love and Touch spoken word CD, by the way. This is the other favorite Lady Wonder Wench and Me Christmas story. My lady and I went for our traditional just-before-Christmas flight in our little airplane the other night. We have a little four-seat airplane that flies low and slow. Our friends all think we're out there looking for Santa Claus, but we're not. I guess you could say we're looking for gold, and we got lucky again this year. Our little airport's just a few miles west of Philadelphia, and as usual on a cold, clear, almost Christmas night when my lady and I got there, it was dark and deserted except for the white runway lights and the, the blue lights along the taxiways and the spotlight on the windsock. So we strapped ourselves in, fired up the engine, and climbed up into the black and white magic midnight. You heard a small plane engine late the other night, and you looked up and you saw small wingtip lights playing in the stars. That might have been us. Moonlight was shining into the cockpit, and... The city's Christmas lights were sliding under our wings. Those city lights were Santa Claus bright. You'd almost hear the ho-ho-ho and the hustle and the crowds and the music and the parties going on down there, but we weren't looking for Santa Claus. So we turned out over the suburbs, and the lights got gentler out there in the neighborhoods. And instead of the city hustle and bustle, you know, the jingle bell sounds, you, you, you get houses carefully decorated with Christmas lights. And you get a feeling of, of carols playing on stereos and, and fancy paper wrapping around personal presents and cups of hot chocolate with cold whipped cream and, and kids trying to pretend they're really asleep. Then a little farther out, we floated over some farms, mostly Amish, real candles in the windows there, few horse-drawn wagons 
down on the streets. You could see their lanterns swinging from side to side on those dark roads. It's almost like flying backward in time. It was quiet, so very quiet. My lady was sitting in the right seat, looking like a lovely little girl in the moonlight, just wearing those big co-pilot headphones. And she was smiling and crying at the same time, and that's, that's when she did it again. She said, thank you for this. I love you. And as quietly as the sound of ancient angels, the black and white midnight turned into Christmas gold. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. And hey, remember, even if this has been a tough Christmas for you, next time you feel that little kid's yawn coming on, please, let your favorite little Christmas kid come out and play just one more time. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.